and welcome to Safe Secrets. Now, we are going to start today with Coronation Street because it's my favourite. No, I'm joking. I love them all. Um, I just want to know, is the storyline that I love the main storyline this week, Claire? No, it isn't. No! I knew it. I was setting myself up for a fool because, of course, it's the start of the trial. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the start of the trial this week for the murder of Seb. This has taken a bit of a back burner because, you know, throughout the whole summer, we've had the love triangle between Fizz, Alina and Ty, you know, and little hope setting the fire and Alina losing the baby. So that's, that's been our main focus. There have been other things going on. But uh, this week, it's the, it's the start of the trial. Now, you know, at the heart of this is Abby. Abby, you know, she, she's the emotional storyline in this. And um, she, she shows some of, her pos- some of Seb's possessions that were found on him from the night of the attack to Nina. And so this is a really big week in, in Coronation Street because she sees this plastic ring it's just a joke plastic ring and he had given Seb had given it to Nina the night that they were attacked you know and it was you know when you get a, something that's worthless but someone gives it to you in a sort of a tender jokey moment it means quite a lot and this awakens something in Nina and she decides to retrace her and Seb's steps from that fateful night because she's never been able to to remember exactly what went on. Now, we, we have all assumed that it's Corey and that um, Kelly did a couple of things, but the main, the main attacker was Corey. So in this series of specially shot reconstruction scenes, and we do see Seb, so Seb comes back, so to speak, um, the audience is taken back to that night and the truth of what happened is finally revealed as Nina's memory returns. So that's a really big thing. You're, it, I'm, it's, it's gruesome. I mean, you don't want... You, it's nasty to see people being attacked, but, you know, because both of them were attacked. You know, Nina survived it, mm. Hannah, but, you know, Seb didn't. But also retracing that whole awful incident because it was pretty shocking even at the time, wasn't it? Yes, it was massively shocking. They were attacked because, because Nina was a goth, so... Yeah, it's just, really, just really awful. And so Corey and Kelly are both on trial, aren't they, for the murder of yes. Seb? Yes, they are. So you, Corey's a bad boy, he likes to think he's a bad boy. I'm not sure he's quite as... It, it, whether he how he's how he would handle prison, he's not that, you know, he's not that hard. Um, but he's got a rich dad. Mm. Uh, poor, we know poor Kelly yeah, doesn't And there's some them. good lawyers hanging around, we understand as well. Yes. Yes, Corey's got a great team. Poor Kelly just has Imran. Um, you know, so we all know that her dad, Rick, has, you know, Gary murdered. <laughs> so he's not coming. He's not going to ride onto a white, not a white steed and rescue mm. her. You know, her mum's not great. So, yeah, so they're both up there. And um, we have everyone taking the stand. It's going to be a massively, massively emotional week. You've got Nina and Asha both taking the stand. And Sabine is a real Rottweiler, so she's going to really dig holes into, into, their, in, into their testimony. Yeah, absolutely. But um, can Imran actually break down Corey and get to the truth? Because I mean, they're going to they're going to be pre- they're going to be pretty dogged about about their approach, aren't they? They are. They are. Corey's, Corey does not want to go to jail, um, and he's a bit he's a lot harder and a bit bit more aggressive than Kelly. And he's quite frankly willing to lie in court. Mm. He is willing to mm. lie. And so, you know, and he has upstand he has an upstanding dad who's a who has a, a successful company. We've got, you know, poor Kelly has a mum that's 
not great and so you know when she takes the stand obviously the um the you know the, the lawyers just just rip her to shreds there's part of me that thinks that coronation street has a duty to ensure that the right people do go down for this in a way but of course the twists and turns in getting there you know it's a soap yes i do need to keep reminding myself of that <laughs> um okay uh onwards and upwards emmerdale um tracy's postnatal depression really comes to a head this week doesn't it Yes. So we have seen Tracy being really upset and not really coping with little Frankie. Now, Frankie's little Frankie's is nearly six months old mm. and she's been really struggling. She 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 got really upset. She thought she she was she couldn't hand, she couldn't look after her daughter. Um, Nate's not really been on top of it. Um, and I don't think really anybody else has been on top of it. And this week, so she's mostly hidden it. So she's she has hidden it but this week she reaches breaking point and i think this is a this is a big t- t- talking point for for women who have babies and and do have postnatal depression well, people and hide it people do hide it i mean that's a genuine thing because you feel like a failure which makes the postnatal depression even worse so when yes. you're asked by a midwife oh, are you crying in the day are you upset are you no 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 i'm fine knowing full well the most mums actually probably cry at least once in the day because they're so jolly tired, you know. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> well, it's also it's a big thing, isn't it? Your, your, your first baby, it's a massive thing. You don't really know what you're doing. You're nervous. Is everything all right? I'm massively tired. You know, it's, you know, of course she's going to feel anxious, a bit anxious. Not everyone's super mum, are they? I know, uh, I know, I I agree, but I think it is a really important storyline and sort of, you know, shining a bit of a spotlight on... I mean, I think people talk about it, but I still think there's a relative taboo around it, particularly for the person that's suffering. And, of course, the quicker you get help, the quicker it can be, you know, it can be sorted. Yes, because really, mum and baby should be should be should be together, and um, and she, you know she's bonding. And but she you know, but she she's, she kind of runs away from her troubles, doesn't she? This week, because she leaves yes, the baby with with Nate, her fiance. Um, you know, under the pretense that she's going to Prius for the night, but that's not exactly what happens, and she she actually no. vanishes, doesn't she? She does, and that frightens Nate. Um, and you know, so Nate's grand faith. You know, I like Faith. I really like Faith. She's, 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 she's got a good heart. I know, I, you know she can, she sees things perhaps that other people don't see, and um, so she did bring her. She did give birth to Kane, so perhaps she knows a bit, bit more about it than we do. So, so she, she had seen Tracy and had a, had words with her and had sort of dis, had, had sort of. You know how you think about something, and then you think, no, I'm not quite right on that. And she, she thought that Tracy was a little distance, and then thought, no, 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 she's fine. But then once Nate says, mm, well, she's gone missing, Faith thinks, oh, I think I know what's wrong. And she has a hunch also as to where perhaps Tracy has, 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 has run off to. She takes Pollard's car, and she does find Tracy sitting alone by her late father frank's memorial tree so so yes so you know uh tracy has gone back to try and you know perhaps get some comfort from from her father Mm, you know mm. so she's sitting at his memorial tree uh can faith reach out and save tracy i'm guessing she can because i think faith is that kind of character she's she wants to be helped in a way Yes, yeah. yes, I think she does. Um, She's and, done this big thing. And the whole storyline with Mina, I mean, I almost laugh at the storyline. I can't really, it's so evil and horrible, you can't believe that it's even still going on. But 
She's still menacing Victoria this week, isn't she? And um, she is. She actually breaks into Victoria's home. She does. She does. And um, <laughs> she doesn't really care. I think Mina. She's she's got. <laughs> she's really. <laughs> she's she's really tough that way. So she breaks into Victoria's home, and she's nearly caught in the act because she doesn't put her phone on silent, and it chirps. <laughs> Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing as a, as, a, as a burglar now. You have to put your phone on silent. Of course you do. So. Of course you do. But the thing is, there's, there's this creepy thing that she does. She steals things that before yeah. they're her victim, and she's that's what she's doing. Yes. Ugh. So so she she steals this paperweight. Now it's a really nice paperweight, and, and it's this it's faceted it's a faceted green glass paperweight. So I think it's what I would say with that is it's quite noticeable. It's not just something you would think. Well, you would mm. probably look at that in somebody's house and and think, oh, that's quite nice. So it's recognisable. I think that that that's, that's the issue with it um, because um, she she yes yeah, she takes his paperweight and paperweight. Victoria realises she's not alone in the house. She goes running out the front the front door. Mina calmly heads for the back door in her very calm fashion. And um, later in the day when. Victoria's paperweight falls from Mina's bag in front of David. Will she be able to cover or will he notice? Well, the thing is, this isn't the first time that's happened, is it? Because, of course, it happened previously, something fell from a bag and she managed to sort of, like, you know... Yes. The ring, Mm. the ring, the Anna's ring that she took. Mm. Mm. Someone's got to find her out soon. It's 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 going too far now, Claire, I declare. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Hollyoak. So, um... Tony's been suffering with some kind of financial woes, hasn't he? And they're really spiralling out of control this week. Um, But he's keeping Diane in the dark for obvious reasons. Diane's got her own issues. Um, And he tries to get credit from a supplier, but it's unsuccessful. And these two don't really seem to have much luck, do they? They don't. Oh, this is this is a really big thing for me because the hutch, the hutch has well, it, it was first started in around about 2014, so it's almost an institution in in Hollyoaks, you know, and it, it's it's owned by um, it, it, he, Tony runs it, so he's the he's the major owner of it, but he does co-own it with uh, Nancy Nancy and with two other couples, Nancy and Darren and Mandy and Luke. So they're kind of like silent partners. He's the one making all the decisions, doing this, that and the other. Um, yeah, and we, we know that uh, uh, he has been having financial problems with it. It's not bringing the money in. Um, he's kept his wife, Diane, in the dark. And this week, yeah, he, you know, he tries to get credit from a supplier to keep going. He's unsuccessful. Diane says she'll have a go. Um, but the same supplier went, well, I think I want my money now. So she lands him. She lands Paul Tony with a £5,000 bill he cannot pay. This is quite serious. If you can't, if you can't pay your suppliers, you're not going to get food in no. to be able to It's a, a vicious cycle, isn't it? But yeah. Luke, Luke sort of comes to the rescue or... <laughs> comes up with an idea to try and help which is uh which isn't really um quite a rescue mission that one would hope for no it isn't he thinks why don't we stage a robbery for the insurance money of course bright idea well done luke Uh, you know so insurance companies are wise to these kind of things aren't they it's kind of like oh lots of people do naughty things to get insurance money anyway tony reluctantly agrees but will it be a success well sadly it isn't you know and tony comes 
comes clean to Diane, Nancy and Mandy about the financial situation and they have a last meal. This is, I'm getting all tearied up, Um, a last meal in the hutch and share the memories. Mm, That's a big thing. It is a big thing. I think it's huge. It's really sad though because Tony sort of just gets swept along, you know, doing things he just shouldn't be doing. Yes, but he's also had a bad, he has had a bad year because this uh this time last year he was being held by breeder wasn't he then his dad tried to steal his yeah his wife diane then his dad died at christmas from a poisoned mince pie it's it's not he's got some serious kind of issues she doesn't want to go out and it's got ocd and all that sort of thing poor old tony yes this space is what i say right now finally and definitely not east eastenders um, so Strictly will be starting shortly and um, yeah. Rose Ailing Ellis who plays Frankie in the soap she'll be one of the contestants yes she will I think that's really nice I think she's one of the she's one of the great she's a great addition to the soap it is, is Rose as Frankie so I'm hoping she's going to do really well on Strictly yeah it's going I, to be I love it when the soap see. stars go in there I, and, they, and a lot yeah. of the soap stars are sort of um they've been to theatrical school which I think has dance often in it don't they so they usually are relatively good so yeah it'll be good to see um but this week other than Strictly it's all about grey because um we're wondering whether the square will soon find out that they do have a serial killer in their midst yes yes so so this week um we you know, um, Grey gets fired <laughs> and his boss doesn't doesn't do it over Zoom or calls him into the office. She actually pitches up at his house. Isn't that nice? <laughs> How sweet. The real personal touch. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just odd. So Grey's boss fires him. I mean, we all know he hasn't been the best solicitor and uh, she's, she's had issues with him. It's all come to a head. She's had enough. He's, you know... He's fired. Now, he's, this means he's no longer an upstanding solicitor and he's also short of cash. He has two children he has to feed and Chelsea is an expensive girlfriend that spends money and doesn't really care about his debts or what his credit card's doing so long as it goes through. So <laughs> she, is, she is just an amazing character, Chelsea. So will this tip him over the edge this week? Well, you know what? I think it does. I think maybe this is the beginning of the end because he has a he's really angry about everything and um, he tells Shirley he spotted Tina on a bus now uh, Tina, you know, so we, we all know obviously that Tina's dead but Shirley and Mick think that she ran away because she was in the frame for the attack on Ian which all happened, you know, last just before Christmas last year. It was all going on, which we mm. know that Phil and Sharon were responsible for. So Tina's, they think that Tina ran away and that that's why she's been missing for eight months, obviously. Mm. Um, and, you know, so Shirley and Mick, they're a very close family. They go off looking for her. Um, and obviously they don't find her because she's not there. <laughs> Shirley puts pressure on Sharon to come clean to the police. It was her and Phil that were behind the attacks on Ian, hoping that a confession would allow Tina to come home. Of course, now we know that poor Tina was murdered. So has, is this a mistake that Grey has made? Because he, if he has said he spotted Tina, um, he can always lie and say he thought it was her if her body mm. were to turn up. But, you know, would the police look take a closer look at him? Mm. Because so at the moment, 
the police think that Chantel was killed by an accident and the body has been found. The police think that Kush accidentally fell under a tube and the body has been found. So the only body out there is Tina's in the Thames, we think. And that, if that, if that were to pitch up, then yeah. all sorts of questions would have to be asked, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it does have to unravel at some point. The storyline has been yes. going on for a while and he can't, I mean, I say he can't. It's happened before in other soaps, I know that, um, to have gone on for longer. But he sort of... It was escalating, although it's been quiet for a while, a little while anyway. Yes. But who would be next? Yes. So I do think that the weak point is Tina's body, isn't yeah, it? And it, we've had yeah. Tina's we've had Tina's earring pitch up and we've had we've now had him saying that he saw her on a bus. I mean, yeah, he can easily lie and say, well, I thought it was her. But it just might mean, why was he involved? He sort of landed himself in being involved in something that he didn't need to be straight away. And like you say, he's not sort of an upstanding solicitor in the community now. He's, you know, someone who's been... I don't know if he was struck off or just fired, I'm not sure. He was fired. Fired. So, you know, either way, it's it's not exactly um, a great indictment for, you know, who you are, is it really? No. Well, it's all happening, Claire. Thank you very much for giving us a big update. You definitely need to tune into all of them. Um, Do nothing else this week, just watch soaps. Um, And we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Mm